So this morning, um, I stopped by the gas station to get my uh, my cup of coffee. Gas station coffee is actually pretty good, at least where I'm, where I, where I live. And the New York Post this morning cover says the cost after the fund the police and just and justice reforms. U.S. children killed by guns jumped fifty percent. <clears throat> 46% of all victims, black, 83% boys. And um, it's sad to say um, that uh, stories like this are, um, like no one bats an eye anymore. I don't, I don't personally think people bat an eye at this. They just accept that this is just the reality of what things are. And for me, it's a it's a problem. It's a big problem because um, as an educator, um, I know other educators, other school leaders, teachers whose nightmare is that that forty six percent or that eighty three percent will include one of the children in their classrooms that they've gotten to know quite intimately. And there's nothing worse in the world honestly, as an educator, to um, have to attend a funeral and comfort parents, comfort your students, and sometimes have to be comforted as well because you're nowhere in the, in the, uh, in the imaginings of what the experience is to be a classroom teacher, to to engage and motivate and encourage and to see your children grow, your babies in your classroom grow into young adulthood and even into adulthood. There's nowhere in that space are you prepared that they not that they might not make it. And not just from a random act of violence, but just as a normal inevitable uh, in, 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 can't see the word that is inevitable part of me I am Nigerian and sometimes my brain doesn't connect quite with my English but it's it becomes inevitable that that um that you can expect tragedy of this level you know to be hovering somewhere within the realm of your of your work as an educator and that's a problem that we need a very creative solution for. Because at the end of the day, um, what I've learned from years in classrooms, years in school buildings, is that our children just want to be children. Unfortunately, what, what often happens is that the other you know, factors, poverty, loss, pain, fear, the need for acceptance, the need to be seen, the need to be acknowledged, the need to be lifted up, the need to hear it's going to be okay at the darkest moments. These are things that our children don't get. And um, if, they, if they are getting it, they're not getting enough doses of it. And the problems in the school building 
we've allowed ourselves, and I'm speaking generally here, but we've we've allowed ourselves to create a a a moat. We've we've dug in a moat around our classrooms, around our schools, where we tell ourselves what happens out there doesn't come in here. We're in this building, we're going to focus on learning and getting an education. But the thing I don't understand is how is that not mutually connected to each other? If the children are hungry, they can't learn. If they're sleepy, they can't learn. If they feel that they're in danger, they can't learn. If they feel alone, they can't learn. Because all those things are part of who they are and they bring it with them into the classroom. And unfortunately, because we don't address these things, we don't create a space for them to really, really be be unpacked. You know, because we 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 collectively do not truly parent our children. You know, we can use terms like it takes a village, but when they say it takes a village, it doesn't take a village to raise a child. No, it doesn't. It takes a village to parent a child. Because every adult within the village should have a hand in the raising of that child to be a productive member of the village. Think about that. You know, like you know, if you if you're if you are in contention with what I'm saying, then you should go pull up a dictionary and look up the word raising versus parenting. Parent parenting. <laughs> now I'm now now I'm doubting my words, but parenting and raising are two different things. Because you can you can honestly not give two f's about you know a child. And still raise them. However, parenting requires that you are doing something for the purpose of the better good of that child, of you, and of the community. We don't have enough people parenting our children. That's why our children kind of like, you know, they seek it somewhere else. And what ends up happening is... They get that from, they get that sense of parenting, a sense of belonging, sense of protection from very evil entities and people and people who don't have their best interests in mind. As an educator, specifically as a school leader, I believe is your responsibility, our responsibility to make sure that every single child in your building is being parented the right way, with the right values, with the right expectancies. It shouldn't be, well, while you're in, while when you you're here in my building, I can only do what I can do. I don't believe that. And the reason I don't believe that is, as I sit back and reflect on the young people that have had a, a an intimate hand and educating and raising and guiding and and really pouring into, truly pouring into. It wasn't a solo act. I also actively engaged their parents. Their parents actively engaged me. 
And those of you school leaders know what I'm talking about. When you when you are literally parenting, you're parenting those cho- those children. And think about this. Then it becomes a co-parenting relationship with their parents, their biological parents. Because we all have the exact same understanding of what we're trying to get out of this child. What we're trying to pour into them and what the result is that we want for them so that they can go to the world and be able to parent themselves and be able to be successful, to conquer, to stand above all those things that we know that they're, they're capable of doing. You know, I could talk about guns and all that stuff, and I could talk about gangs and all that. But this, this has less to do with gun violence and police reform and defund the police. It has so much more to do with, as a society, are we willing to hold hands and co-parent our children? Are we willing to devise and accept that this is the expect- these are the things and expectancies we have for our children that we want to make sure that they all have and we're all equal, all willing participants in contributing to raising them. If we do that, the education becomes something so much more. It becomes less about, you know, training and and um, <clears throat> grooming them to play a role in society, but rather pouring into them and raising them and, and parenting them to be the next generation of parents as well. So we have a cycle that's broken of dysfunction and now have a cycle that's healthy. And even when things are not going right, we're able to collectively figure it out so our children are our children. And then they can do the same thing for the next generation. All right, y'all. I just wanted to get that off my chest. You know, um, this whole, I, I don't believe it's, it's, that is that is a lost cause. I just think that the adults, we need to stop acting like a lost cause and start doing what we need to do for our kids. All right, be well. Talk to you soon. Peace.